And on that note, let's start our new talk for season four of all my skate videos. We're talking about the I Think video today, which came out in 2005. We are joined with the normal regular jabronis, Ian in Lancaster. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty well. Uh, I noticed that your Zoom name is kick, Frontboard Kickflip Kick Clipper. Frontboard Kickflip Clipper. Why is that? I got a story. Wait till we get to diets part. Okay. Because I was trying to think if someone's done that, but the only person I can think of that did a frontboard on Clippers, Gerwer to Fakey, is pretty sick. Yeah. Brian, what about yourself in Chicago? How are things? Things are all right. I'm in a, I'm in a bit of a funk. I was scrolling through Instagram earlier and I saw someone do a blunt kickflip, late flip fakey. Kind of ruined my day. Blunt kickflip, late flip fakey. And this was on a ledge? Quarter pipe. Okay. Well, imagine that. Crazy. Uh, maybe we'll talk about some blunts and some kickflip outs. I don't think any are in this video, I think. But we'll uh, talk all about it. If you... Are new to the pod, we just started the Patreon, which means that at some point, probably around the 30-minute mark, because this episode is going to be pretty short, we'll be cutting the episode and then taking the rest of it to Patreon and holding it hostage and then making you try to support the pod. Thank you in advance if you decide to do that. Um, but we hope that you enjoy the first 30 minutes for free. If you're already a Patreon, you're going to be hearing all of this straight through. So thank you for that. And let's get to it. Uh, I think came out in 2005 and features skaters in the video. Imagine that. The skaters in the video are as follows. Adam Diet, Danny Fuenzalita, Daryl Angel, Jake Nunn, Jake Palu, Jerry Smythe or Smith, and Jesse Bracewell. Some goofy names in here. Um, Ian, do you have any experience with Think Skateboards? No. Never wanted the full logo graphic as a deck. I feel like there are worse full logo graphics or uh, decks, but no, not not particularly. The team just never did it for you, or was it something else? I mean, they've had some some all right videos. Like this is a somewhat of a gem, and there was one that came out in some year that had some cool stuff in it probably around the time josh matthews got on yeah, i don't remember what it was called or anything business as usual yeah that one that was a good one yeah can't say i watched all of it am i missing out i don't remember so probably not but <laughs> i remember liking it when it came out okay. and you know lizard king rode for think for a second yeah but so. i was yeah he i mean this video kind of came out around the same time as Slaughterhouse, correct me if I'm wrong. And I do remember seeing that Lizard King got on Think, but maybe those are just a hit and quit and level up and move on. But I'm curious. We'll have to DM them and ask. Brian, what about you? Do you have any experience with Think Skateboards? Nah, never had one. Seen plenty of them. They were real popular with the, uh, the budget crowd at the skate park. Um, but never picked one up myself. Could you describe this budget crowd for those that are uh, without the video option? <laughs> um, they would 
always show up to the park with a heavy layer of shoe goo, keeping the shoes together. Nice shoelace belt. No hate on that. I still rock a shoelace belt, and I'm 32 fucking years old. But they, uh, the local Zoomies had a sale bin. And when I say bin, it was literally a trash bin that they would keep all the budget boards in. And it was always full of think decks. I'm kind of surprised that there isn't a brand called Budget. So that all of their boards are budget boards. So it just sounds good, like they're getting a deal. But <laughs> that's just the normal like brand name. Yeah, maybe we'll make some and we'll call it budget boards. Think skateboards. I've been lucky enough to have a few because I have been that budget skateboarder in my life. Uh, I remember them being okay. I don't remember anything too profoundly good about them, but they were inexpensive and they were available and they had a variety of sizes. So that was cool. I think I downloaded the I Think video off of LimeWire. And it got some play. I don't know why it did, because looking back at it now, it's a very blah video without very much character or deep thought for anything, which I'm a fan of now because of how reckless it was thrown together looking back on it. Um, So that was my experience with the I Think video. So I don't even own a copy. I'm just talking about some MP4 file on a computer that's no longer with us. But Ian, have you ever owned a copy of I Think? No. Any plans to purchase? Not particularly, no. Not even after watching? Maybe for like five bucks just to have one. Something to rotate between. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't think I would ever put it on. It'd be like a like a coffee table book. Like you leave it out so someone sees it and it's a conversation starter, but I'm not gonna watch. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you got that, huh? How is that? (laughs) Yeah, how about that? I'll have to check it out sometime. Okay. (laughs) Brian, what about you? I think that you own a copy of I Think. But what do you think about I Think? I I don't think I've ever even seen a copy in real life. But I wish I had. Uh, I downloaded the same one you did off of LimeWire. And it got significant amount of play f- on uh, on my computer that is also sadly no longer with us. You hate to see it. It's too bad. Jeez, I don't know what I would pay for a copy of this video, but I'm sad to say that our official sponsor, The Secret Tape, located at thesecrettape.com, they don't have a copy in just yet, but if they do... I probably pay like 15 bucks for it. Maybe I'm seeing a copy on eBay right now for 1420. So there's that. And there are 10 people watching it. So better act fast. This is a little interesting uh, place of the eBay is if you go and check on what skate videos are for sale. Like someone has a pre-owned copy of Santa Cruz right to exist for 1795. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the infamous rock audio sealed brand new is $25. Worth it. Yeah, worth it. Yeah, totally. Got some other ones on here too. They have a copy of On Tap pre-owned for 90 bucks. Jeez. This could be Does it come with little... a pair of dunks? No, but it's 
pre-owned and that sleeve is pretty cool because it's just black with the pink font yeah but uh we're not talking about that video we're talking about i think so we get to talk about i think i think for quite a bit today which should be a blast where do we start some quick iPod information because you might be curious about where the name came from or what Think Skateboards was going for. So the iPod was a music player back in the day. Some would call it an MP3 player. Uh, it was the first advert of the iPod where it, well, this is the first ad that they did. So the first advertisement had a man in his room grooving to his digital music collection on his Apple iBook. He drags his music to his iPod, closes his iBook, and plugs in the earphones. He hits play, and the music increases its volume. He then dances and hops around the room, then puts on his jacket, sliding the iPod into the pocket. He dances to the door and leaves the room. So that was the first advertisement for the iPod, which we can imagine is the basis of the whole video's uh, persona, if you can even call it that. Continuing further... I read that Steve Jobs avoided using people in ads because it was difficult to find an actor who appealed to everyone. And I was thinking this might be the reason that they uh, chose this silhouette, which eventually became such a huge deal. Of course, having these dark silhouetted characters against brightly colored backgrounds, dancing and in television commercials, um, backed up by upbeat, energetic, energy, energetic music. The silhouetted dancers held iPods while listening to them with Apple's supplied earphones. And we kind of see that same thing here in the intro. Ian, did you have any takeaways from the intro? What did you like? What did you not like? I thought it was um, kind of tacky, but it was well done. And I know the titles look the way they did because that's kind of how they looked in the original commercial, but they look like absolute dog shit in the skate video for some reason um so yeah i mean it's not the worst intro but also not the best i think i get what you're saying is uh the adam diet switch backside 180 one of the standout tricks for you in the silhouette montage no okay i, th I think i understand uh brian what did you think of this intro were you a fan not a fan was it original was it boring i, I was a fan um I'm always a fan of someone making fun of Apple or pop culture in general. Uh, I thought it was a nice touch with the uh, the homie catching the board and then having the VX animated in the one the one clip. Um, I completely forgot that those uh, iPod ads were a thing, but those were kind of a big deal back then. At least until you know the Zoom came out and killed the iPod. You know they're they're still selling iPod touches to this day. Are they now? Yeah, like at Best Buy. I mean, I think I understand why it's a deal of convenience. It doesn't connect to the internet. Um, nobody really knows how to use them anymore, so it's almost a niche vintage item. Do you know what they're going for currently? I'm not sure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get one. <laughs> I still have a iPod Nano somewhere here. I oh really yeah, thought Clutch. I had it as a as a nice prop for this. Yet, uh, 
It's currently escaping me. Well, hopefully it comes back to you. Um, a few notes I have on the intro. I didn't know this because I don't know this music, but this is a Def Cab for Cutie song. Brian, isn't that your kind of genre? Uh, I, I fuck with Death Cab Heavy. I've seen them a few times. Um, okay. I've never heard this song outside of this video, though. Okay. It, how does it rank for you in the Death Cab for Cutie discography? I, if I didn't know that that's who did this, I would never have assumed it. Um, like I said, boring intro, the Adam diet switch back side 180 stands out to me because we can actually see him before he becomes a silhouette. And it says that it's from five, three, one films, and I didn't really find too much information on them. So we're done the intro moving onwards. We hit Daryl angels part where there's a little bit to talk about here, but I said the following that it was sad how unfunny and interesting the B-roll was. Ian, did you feel that way about the B-roll in this video, that it was rather unfunny or interesting? Yes, and I also think that if you take Daryl Angel's name and smush it together, it spells dangle. <laughs> we, we can try this real quick. Let me spell it out. So it's what? D-A-R-Y-L. I did it already. I wrote it down already. Oh, okay. So dangle so you scratch that 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 dangle well you have to move the l over so it's dangle okay so you need to take this and move it to here all right yeah i i think i see what you're getting at that you could say dangle using daryl angel that's pretty cool did you think that up on your own yes Okay. I like that. Uh, I caught some sorry vibes in this video and I wanted to go down this little um, Bobby Paleo-esque hole. Uh, we'll first start talking about the song that's used. This is The Bitter End, which is from Placebo. You might have heard of Placebo in the Sorry video where they have the first song there too, Every You, Every Me. These are the two most often played songs in the placebo live show uh, discography, if you can call it that. And Brian, let me tell you, because I thought this was interesting. The Bitter End is a song based on the novel 1984 by George Orwell. There are several references to it throughout the song. One of the most notable being the reference to 2 May, the date on which the two main characters, Winston and Julia, first spend the night together. And uh, I thought that this was an interesting conspiracy to use placebo because it was used in Sorry. And Ian, can you recall the song title that Ardo uses in Sorry? No. It's 1984. Imagine that. Full circle. So both videos open with placebo. Both have mentions of 1984 in them. I don't know. I think that this uh, this was pretty wild to come across. How many people in Sorry beat up their girlfriends, though? Well, that's a good question. I don't know what do Alex Chalmers sorry does. about it. I think that it would be fascinating if that uh, action crossed over. Not that it should, because it's awful. But fascinating just... is an interesting word choice. 
I think it's okay. I don't think it's bad. I thought it was good at one point, but now I think it's great. Um, what else do I have to say about Daryl Angel's part? Uh, it kind of got me thinking what a Johnny Rotten intro could sound like since I'm picking up on some sorry vibes in this with the song. I said that Daryl seems like a brat. He gets his sweatshirt burned and it's a slap magazine sweatshirt that he's wearing. This song was also used in SSX Tricky. Uh, Brian, have you ever gone snowboarding before or played a snowboarding game? Uh, I've never gone real snowboarding. I've like taken the trucks off a deck and gone down some hills. But yeah, man, uh, 1080 was my jam growing up. Nice. Okay. Ian, what about you? You're out a little bit closer to the mountains than I am. You must have gone snowboarding before, right? I've gone a couple times when I was a kid. I wasn't very good at it, though. Why, why do you think that is? Your skating skills should transfer over, right? I think they did, yeah. Ever consider going back to the mountain? No. Maybe. Probably not, though. Okay. I said that this video had a lot of transitions in between the clips. Did you guys pick up on this at all? Like this swiping filter? Yeah, that seemed like super common and not odd at the time. But now looking back, I can't think of many other videos that do that. Yeah, I mean, to the video's credit, it does go pretty well with the editing of the song. And I guess it does add some length to the video parts, which is also a thing we're going to talk about. I just noticed it, so I had to make a note of it. Um I made a note that the kickflip nose slide pop over in San Francisco was sick. I also counted three lines that end with a certain type of tray flip on flat. So that was interesting. I noticed that there was, uh, I guess this wouldn't be an ABD, but Daryl Angel does a line with switch flip up and then a turnaround and then does a gap back 5-0 on the same rail MJ. Does gap back 5-0 on and fully flared. And there's a common theme in the video where they're picking, you know, songs from an iPod and the song has a length and some of the lengths match. And this claim that it was about three minutes and 10 seconds and the actual stopwatch that I was using, funny enough, on my iPhone said that it was a little bit longer than that. So I'm curious why uh, they were off slightly. Ian, did you have any takeaways from Daryl's part to mention? None whatsoever. If you had to rate this against Mark Appleyard's part, does it rank higher or does it rank lower for his part in Sorry? I would rank Mark Appleyard's Sorry part significantly higher than Dangle's, I think, part. Okay. Brian, how do you feel about the subjects? That is such an unfair comparison. Jesus Christ. Um. It's it's a overall like on paper it's a good part. Like the trick selections pretty varied and spot selections are good, but almost nothing actually stands out when you watch it. Shout out to Johnny Layton for boosting an ollie out to the street on the spot that Daryl just ollies to the sidewalk. <laughs> uh, 
he did a fake you frontside flip that I remembered. And yeah, I'm I'm with you on the Apple Yard comparison and that like they wanted him to be this video's version of Apple Yard. Uh, yeah, too bad that didn't really pan out. Similar elements though, like there's quite a bit of Nolly usage. But yeah, the Apple Yard part's gonna rank higher for me. But I guess it's a pretty good way to start the video and it does start to heat up. And I think there's very minimal use of slow motion in this part, which I liked. Good way to start the video, but probably not one I'm gonna revisit. I didn't look at any YouTube comments, but I imagine that the ones for this video are very small and there aren't too many. But anyway. Ian, did you want to talk about Jake Nunn's part? I really like Jake Nunn's part. I really like the front side flip he does over that white rail near the beginning of his part, along with the switch heel flip. He does a couple good front side flips throughout the part, but I especially like how snapped that first one was. Um, does a late shove it manual in the middle of the part. I, I don't understand how late shovets work at all. I don't think I'll ever be able to do them. So I think they're really cool. I, I think um, maybe they're easier than I think they are. But regardless, it seems like a hard thing to do upstairs and then land in manual. So that was pretty cool. I like his MJ arms on the, the front blunt manual on the sidewalk. How he mm. just kind of gets stuck like that when he lands. There's a cool switch ollie over a bump to bar. Does a back 180 over a bush, which doesn't sound very cool on paper. But it was cool when he did it. And there's that spot where he does two lines, one near the beginning of the part, one near the end. Uh, uh, the second time, I think he does like a half cab up and a back 180 up the stairs. Like real, real quick footed like. And it ends with a switch tray into a parking lot. You know what line I'm talking about? Yes, he uh, oh, yeah. revisits that spot twice in the yes. part. Yeah, that that switch tray was really nice. He does a, a front three down it in the first line, too, that I thought was really well done. Whips it the whole way around. Yeah, he's got a cool style. He's got cool front side flips. I'd give him eight hardware pieces if I could. Well, you can't. But Sorry. if I could. Sorry. Um, I made a note that I think almost every clip has a hat on it. So I'm curious what he's hiding from under the hat. He's got a lot of hair there or maybe not so much. Some other notes I said, <laughs> I think it was ingrained in the handrail, but I think it looks as if it's at some apartment complex early on and it says FS, which you would think front side, but he skates it backside. It's really going against the grain on that one, I think. It was cool to see that. The late shove manual. Yeah, I made a note that that was fascinating. It does not get seen too much. And I don't think I'm ever going to do a late shove, but I know somebody who can. Uh, there's the nice kickflip at the hospital banks in Boston. The double board focus always comes to mind when I think of this part. I don't think I've seen anyone else do it. And I guess this just shows how great think boards were back in the day. The back tail on that hubba with all this marble ground looks great. I'm curious where that is. It looks like a fun place to go. Um, and that switch tray line is good towards the end. Brian, did you have anything that mentioned on Jake's part? 
Man, you guys covered a lot of the hits. Um, I'll I'll triple tap that late shove Manny. That that one has stood out from the day I first saw this video till today. He does a, a straight heel flip over a grass gap down to a street, and his his knee on the catch is so good. Like not not the knee and kick out, but just a solid catch on a straight heel flip. I feel like that's one of the most boring flip tricks in most parts whenever someone does it, but he made it look really good. Throws a solid pop shove down a five block. Big fan of that one as well. Um, the uh, the bam drop off the top rope. Always always a crowd pleaser. Yeah, definitely off the top rope. <laughs> uh, and I thought the, the ender was red too. Um, you don't see a lot of quick setups on stair sets. Yeah, that's about all I got for this part. I thought it was good. If uh, you're curious about the song, the song is Oxeneer's Big News, and this isn't me fibbing. This is actually what the song is. I didn't think uh, it was a bad choice. kind of like this part. That takes us to this montage that has a few people in it, and it features Block Party, so let's pass it to Brian. Tell us about this <laughs> montage to you, Brian. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's it's weird because right off the bat it goes through the the iPod intro that they've been given to everybody, but they only give it to the first guy in the montage. Um, I'm sure Jesse Bracewell and Jerry Smith were real bummed on that one at the premiere. Uh, but it's I wonder off if they with... had a premiere for this. <laughs> That's a valid point. <laughs> Must have been a sick premiere to go to. Everybody got yeah. iPods. <laughs> It was, it was just a, a 12 of Takate in the editor's apartment. <laughs> if you Sorry. went out for a cigarette at the right time during this premiere, you could potentially miss all the parts and just do the intro. <laughs> I'm sure Adam Diet missed the whole thing. Yeah, you smoke oh, cigarettes, was... you might not even catch anything. He well, seemed he like probably, the one. He was probably laid up in a hospital bed. It's um, embarrassing. Yeah, back, back to the montage. Uh, Jake Palu uh, serves as a reminder that SARS was a thing, and we're, we're going to get through this pandemic. <laughs> and, then, and then he immediately slips out onto a nose slide right to his ass, which I feel like is a metaphor that we can all relate to. Um, yeah, I, I do love that they use this song. This song fucking bangs. Um, and I love even harder the fact that it got used in another video the same year this one came out. Is it exactly video. the same year? Yeah, What If came out the same year and the Pop War promo came out the year before. Oh, man. So within the span of a year, three videos used this song. Um, I, I like the song, so I don't care. Uh, Jake may have magnets in his knees. They seem to come together a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, switch Wally Stalefish is fucking wild. I'm guessing that he's a really big fan of Justin Strubing. I got a lot of Strubing influence vibes watching him skate. Uh, and I also got some some chuckles. The backlip around the corner, come to a dead stop, pull up into 
fakie stall on the other corner of the ledge and then pop out. Followed yeah. by that outrail feeble where Jake Nunn is walking right next to him skating and just poses and points <laughs> at him. Pull up to the um, scene with my speed missing. <laughs> uh, he does... I don't even remember what the trick was, but he reverts underneath a, a big rig truck afterwards. That was so that wild. That was sick. That was a highlight was for really, me. Should have been the ender. Um, <laughs> the the wall ride he does, I think that was like a pretty big wall ride for the time. Like wall rides weren't super hot down stuff at this point. It's small by today's standards, but I remember like being shocked at the time. I wish I wish Jesse Bracewell had more footage. I like his style a lot. Um, I I started writing that he he needs new jeans, and then the second clip in his part came on, and I realized no, he's actually a cowboy. <laughs> he eats shit on that first slam. He really does. He really does. I, I'm sure he's used to, you know, cow patties out on the farm. Yeah, so which is interesting because. Yeah, like you said, he's a cowboy, but in that first clip, he's almost like uh what's his name? The Bueno guy from Static Three. Uh Nate Broussard. Yeah, I kind of got those vibes on that first line. I, yeah, that's I like that comparison. Yeah, dude, what that shirt, the cowboy shirt, so <laughs> it's, it's so wild. Sick. It's such a shame it's, it's at night because I want to see more of it. Yeah, no, it's perfect. Hot. You can just like you can catch a glimmer of it, but you can't see the whole thing all at once. Like it would ruin the fun if you could see the whole thing in daylight. It's perfect the way it is. Dude, it looks like they just filmed this clip before going out. Yes, they were, absolutely. <laughs> they were on their way to the hoedown and to had to crowd. get that line real quick. <laughs> like, hey bud, what Uh-oh. trick you want to do? I think I'm gonna go switch 50-50 around turn. And go down to the what corral. Wild ass trick to do in that shirt too. That switch yep. 50-50 around a fucking bend. That was so. Oh, cool. it's sick. He does a lot of it. He takes the turn really easily. Definitely yeah. one of the standout clips of the video. Mm-hmm. Not the what drop in five zero. That's right after it. That almost looks like the Gons rail. Oh man. I, I really did like the uh, the front nose grind he does through that little kink. It, it might have been his, his last trick. Or no, second to last. I don't know. Yeah, that long nose grind on that circle rail. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Yeah, that was that was another standout in my in my eyes. Long board slide through the woods before Jerry Smith. Yeah. Wait, can I say something about Jake Palu before we get into Jerry Smith? Yes, please. Yeah, shut me up. You mentioned uh, Justin Strubing. There's a clip that of, of Jake Paulu. He ollies over a rail into a bank, like midway through the part, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was actually his his ender in his part in this video called Shop Copy, which is another video that Kyle Camarillo made. And Justin Strubing's like a the whole Strubing family's. Uh, I don't know if they own the place or if they all just work there or something, but Justin Strubing's in that. His brother's in it. I think it's actually dedicated to one of his brothers that died. But yeah, it's interesting that you pointed out Justin Strubing because they're definitely in a, a video together. And that clip got reused, which is also pretty interesting. 
Damn, maybe I was onto something there. I think you were. That's all, though. You can carry on with Jerry Smith now. (laughs) Well, carrying on. um, How how tall do you have to be to be considered a short person? Isn't it like 4'6"? Okay, okay. I think he just misses the mark. Um, But whoever sent him a box of size large clothes is a fucking prick. That said, he's got like really solid style for his frame. Uh, that the switch big heel he does uh, off the bump, and then the the other one he does down that four block are perfect. Um, the, uh, the kickflip nose grind on our favorite white bank spot from Slaughterhouse, another standout. Breaking uh, breaking so many boards on the switch front big spin attempts. And then breaking another board and riding away, that got me really, really psyched. You're not going to talk about how he went that, through the glass on his first trick? You know what clip I'm talking about? I didn't hear a word you said before asking that question. You're not going to talk about how Jerry Smith went through the window on his first clip? I didn't want to take all the talking points. Yeah, I mean, that happened, man. He did it. I'm curious why there wasn't more talk of that. But I I like your point on how he just has been given the larger clothes of the brand. I do like the first fall that they show of Switch Front Bixman, too, because he almost makes a parody of himself falling with it and just lies just like flops straight over, just doesn't even try to pick himself back up, just accepts it. Yep. Yeah. Kind of, uh, interesting montage. I think that they just channeled a song that was used so that people would maybe double check themselves and think that they're watching What If, where their attention was normally on a higher level. And in reality, it wasn't. But that kickflip nose grind into that bank's cool. He's got a weird push when he does this switch front heel and then burial heel. Hit. I, I don't know really know how. Yeah, I don't know how to describe his style, but he can do a switch big heel, so that's pretty cool. Uh, I think one issue with the video is that they don't really show how good the boards are. They just keep showing them breaking. It's on brand. Yeah, yeah, who said they don't have an identity? <laughs> Our boards break. <laughs> what are you going to do? Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> did anyone also- notice that he did Daryl Angel's, or excuse me, Dangle's Ender in the middle of his part? The switch big spin? No, uh, Jerry Smith did a, a nollie back nose grind down a similar sized handrail to the one oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Dangle ended oh, on. Oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, definitely coming for his spot in the video roster. And I don't even think Jerry grew up to beat up his girlfriend, so he's got that going for him, too. I heard the same thing. He could have, and we would really have egg on our faces if that did happen, but as far as I know, he's beating up nobody. Hey, good for him. 
Way to be. We hit one of my favorite parts in the video, which might be the only favorite part in the video. We hit Adam Diet, who's got an opening bail sequence where none of these falls look very pleasing or very graceful. Definitely opens up for what's going to be a wild one. No lyrics in the song, just straight carnage. Does anybody know if he's skating the Ardo shoe? This blue Etni shoe in his first I'm line? I'm pretty sure that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, got a lot of Etni's merch on in this part, which is pretty sick. And he's down to rock the hat forward, which is very interesting. <laughs> I'm also... I think I see a watch on his wrist for the one line he does in this uh, blue hoodie, this blue on blue, the Smurf kit that we see quite a bit throughout the video. <laughs> yeah, with this front blunt that barely slid, nolly heel front tail and then switch back heel. I don't think he pushes at all in this line, which is very impressive. So I'm almost going to look yeah, I'm going to look past the front blunt because he does not like front heel to tail pretty well and switch back heel is good. Whoever was filming this long lens back Smith did a pretty great job of the zoom in and then zoom out to catch it all. Lots of hoodies in this part, which I thought was great. I don't think too many other people tap into that. Now that I think about it, almost every part has their own little uh, apparel preference. Like Daryl has the beanie. Jake Nunn has the hats. Adam Diet has the sweatshirts. So he switched back heels the Gino double set, which is sick. He skates a red hubba in a red shirt. Does Nolly 270 lip on a handrail. He does back tail at Jackson Manning, hubba in Boston. In my notes, I wrote Houston. I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote these notes, but I was thinking something. Uh, you get front board kickflip out at that LA rail. You get red hoodie again for the slow-mo switchback tail. And this part's actually two minutes and 15 seconds, if I counted correctly. Not the three minutes and 46 seconds that are detailed in the beginning. So Ooh. I don't feel lied to. I just feel as if I can't trust them. Ian, did you have any takeaways from Adam Diet's part? I had a few, as you can imagine. Um, oh, I really like his like um, his Brian Wenning, Fred Gall kind of hunch that he's got going on. I think it looks sick. I think you already pointed out the kickflip. Was it a kickflip back 50 or a kickflip back tail on a red hubba? It kind of reminded me of a children's toy. It looks very small. It looks too small. In fact, maybe it's not as small as the video makes it look but i almost laughed out loud when that scene popped up because that that the hubba just looks so small that's uh, it's still a crazy trick to do on a hubba but real small um did you mention the nollie front crook he does a nollie no. front crook on a handrail i thought that was interesting it wasn't a trick you saw a lot in the 2000s as far as i can remember and Oh, he does a switch back 180 that I swore Costin also did and fully flared, but I pulled up uh, Costin's fully flared part and it's a slightly different set. So disregard that note. 
Uh, last thing was that uh, you asked me about my name earlier, Carl. Um, I watched this video on abdarchive.org, and there's a section on here that's it lists the tricks that are performed in I think, and there are two tricks that are listed for the whole video. One of them is Nolly Frontside Nose Slide by Skater Adam Diet and Spot Clipper Ledge. And the other trick that was done in I think, according to abdarchive.org, was Frontside Board Slide Kickflip Out by Skater Adam Diet at Spot Clipper Ledge. So it's pretty remarkable that we have spent this long talking about this video, which according to this website only has two tricks in it. It's pretty incredible. And with that, I mean, we want to keep talking more about it, but we're going to actually close out the free part of this episode. If you join us on Patreon, you can listen to the rest. Uh, thank you for listening. We hope to see you on the Patreon to listen to the rest of this wonderful talk about, I think, thank you to our sponsors, the secret tape and plants on fire. They're the best. You can find plants on fire at most snack places that matter. And also at plantsonfire.co. You can use the code all my skate videos 15 for 15% off of your purchase. And of course the secret tape.com because as soon as I think comes back in stock, I know where I'm going to be. We hope to see you on the Patreon soon. Thanks for listening to us so far and we'll see you on Patreon.